please join me in the spirit of prayer? O loving Heavenly God, we come before you thankful for this day, thankful for another time to celebrate who we are and who we have become. We pray that you'll be with us during this time, that you'll remind us every day that indeed we are perfect in every way. And God, as we come before you with this message right now, we pray that you'll open our ears to hear what you would have us to hear, that you'll help us to hear your word and your voice through it. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. As a queer and agender person, the last few weeks have been more than a bit depressive for me. After all, it was just recently that our Supreme Court decided that at least one particular bakery had the legal right to discriminate against a gay couple simply on the basis of religious beliefs leaving many to fear that the floodgates are now open for similar cases to come through the court system. After all, what's to stop them from trying to prevent a gay couple from going to a nursing home? And this is on top of the fact that murder rates in the United States of my trans female sisters of color are at an all-time high. Suicide of queer and trans youth following bullying has become so commonplace, it doesn't even make the news anymore. So I have to ask myself, where is God in all of this? It seems like that for all the advances LGBTQ people have made in the last 50 or so years, we keep going three steps forward and two steps back. I don't know about you, but I need a little faith that God is present and that he cares about me. But does God care? Spoiler alert, yes, he does. The answer, according to the scripture, comes in the form of a tiny mustard seed, the tiniest of all seeds. In our gospel reading this morning, Jesus compared the realm of God, or in older translations, the kingdom of God, to a mustard seed. Now, the first time I saw a little mustard seed was in the form of a pendant, and I was amazed at just how small those little things are. It's such a seemingly insignificant choice for Jesus at first to illustrate his parable. After all, Jesus could have chosen any of the mighty trees in, his, in the region, and people would have been familiar with them. He didn't, though. He chose a simple plant, one that botanists today even classify as a weed, one unworthy of standing before the others. Why would Jesus choose such an insignificant plant to describe his people? Well, it's true that the mustard seed is seemingly tiny and insignificant in and of itself. However, when you plant it, it sprouts into a strong, sturdy plant, fast moving, 
whose branches quickly reach all around at a speed that, in some regions, it's considered quite a pest. What starts as something tiny grows into a force to be reckoned with. And this isn't even to count the fact that its seeds produce a condiment used by people around the world for food, medicine, and beauty. From its humble origins, the mustard seed becomes a significant force whose absent, I dare say, would change the way many of us live. And Jesus declared that his kingdom is like that. But what is Jesus' kingdom? One answer comes from the late liberation theologian James H. Cohn who believed that Jesus himself is the kingdom. In this view, Jesus came to liberate the poor and oppressed. This would seem to be confirmed by the condemnation of the rich and the powers of the nation, as well as by the Beatitudes, which declare that the poor shall inherit the kingdom of God. Jesus, then, is partial to those who have been oppressed and wants them to live a full and abundant life, liberated from their oppressors here on earth. So-called spiritual liberation for Cone was not enough. Jesus cares intimately about what happens to us right here, right now, in this life on earth. Now, though Cone was writing specifically to African Americans, he didn't believe Jesus' liberation was limited to them. In fact, it's all open to all who have been the victim. In his words, of every inconceivable humanity done in the name of God and country. The kingdom of God, in other words, wants you to be free. That little mustard seed that Jesus planted nearly 2,000 years ago is growing into a mighty plant of liberation that will set all those free who have been oppressed for so long. This is what Jesus meant in the Gospel of Matthew when he declares, if you had faith no larger than a mustard seed, you could tell that mountain to move from here to there, and it would. Everything would be possible to you. The faith of a mustard seed, the faith of the kingdom of God, can move mountains from you. Mountains of persecution, mountains of oppression, mountains of suffering, But that's the key to our mustard seed. It requires our faith, our belief, and its power to liberate us from every shackle that binds in order to loose us from its horrible power. This is the kingdom of God, folks, and it's inside of you right now, according to the scriptures. Imagine that for a moment. You are part of the kingdom of God, that mustard seed faith that will move mountains of oppression in our country, that beloved of God, born for great heights of glory. Can you see yourself like this? Can you see God intimately caring about you, not despite the fact that you are queer or trans, but because of it? In fact, At least according to Presbyterian minister Mihi Kim Court, your queerness and transness 
can bring you closer to God. The earth, along with the psalmist in this morning's reading, shouts for joy at the beauty of each of you. Queerness, transness, and all. You are beautiful in the kingdom of God. And God is present and faithful to you. Even through this night of oppression and setbacks we are facing. Let me say that again for those in the back. God loves you just as you are. The mustard seed has arrived to liberate you from those chains that bind. Yes, placing our trust in the mustard seed kingdom is a powerful thing. It means as a part of our faith, going out to loosen the chains of all those who find themselves outsiders in our day. Just as Jesus dined with prostitutes, lepers, and tax collectors, we can find those who are outside of our system and heed the call of the mustard seed, the chain, the charge to liberate those who are bound. If Jesus were on earth today, he would be here eating and drinking among us, among other queer and trans people, among many, many others. Yes, we queer and trans people know all too much about oppression, and it's time to talk about liberation and how the kingdom of God liberates us from the shackles of persecution. This weekend, we are celebrating the 49th anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising, a watershed moment in the struggle for LGBTQ liberation. This month in 1969, a group of just powerful trans women of color, tired of being treated as no-class citizens by a corrupt New York City police department who sought to harass them at every moment, sparked an event which would be heard around the world by LGBTQ folks, the reverberations of which are still happening today. I'd like to think that when Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera and Miss Major Griffin Gracie, among others, threw their compacts at the police, those projectiles of makeup were mustard seeds falling where they would, and sprouting as branches of our mustard seed plant, choking out the oppression that was all too present in the Stonewall Inn that night. Soon it had taken over all the patrons of the Stonewall and turned into an unprecedented event, which continues to inspire young queer and trans people to this day, some of whom, if you saw them at Friday's parade, were holding banners that said, Stonewall was a riot. And no, I don't honestly care whether Johnson Rivera and Griffin Gracie considered what they were doing an act of faith. The kingdom of God, our little mustard seed, goes where it will. Where two or three are gathered demanding justice in the name of what's right, God will be there in the midst of them. A lot has changed since 1969. 
Our country and much of the Western world is generally a lot safer place to be queer. People of all genders can now get married legally in this country. Millions are poured into HIV AIDS research after much demand. And young people are coming out younger and younger, proud to be who they are because they have witnessed the courage of those who have come before them. But the kingdom of God has not found its way throughout the whole world when it comes to LGBTQ folks yet. There are still mustard seeds to plant. Mustard seeds that demand the right to not have to evaluate the faith of your baker simply because you want to buy a cake. Mustard seeds that declare that change That change to our laws and change to minds of the many places in this country where it is still legal to fire a person on the basis of their sexuality or gender identity and expression. Mustard seeds which protect our trans folks, especially our trans women of color, from violence and murder for who they are. Mustard seeds that cast out fear of bullying or being disowned by one's family for being authentic to who you are. Mustard seeds that say you are loved and lovable of God. The mustard seed calls upon you this weekend and every weekend to continue the work of Stonewall until all are liberated, until the poor really are rich and the rich poor. In fact, queer theologian and MCC minister Patrick Chang believes that the activist Christ is one of the faces of Christ for LGBTQ folks. The idea that by going into the world and advocating for our equal and full liberation, we are embodying the vision of Jesus. In this model, God is calling us to now rest, to not rest until every one of us is free until none of us are afraid of what tomorrow will bring, to not stop striving for full integration, but also full liberation for all of our queer and trans siblings. And it doesn't end there. Pride for us means pride for everyone. And the kingdom of God calls us to show up for our siblings of color when they're unjustly targeted, when their children are ripped away from their families, our disabled siblings when they're not afforded equal accommodations that make it possible to function in our society, our poor siblings who on minimum wage cannot even afford a basic one-bedroom apartment, Hmm. and every other person who lives under the yoke of oppression. This is the true meaning of pride, that no one should need fear living their life as themselves. After all, in the words of Martin Luther King Jr., injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. This is why Jesus said that the greatest 
second greatest commandment, which all the law and prophets point to, is to love your neighbor as yourself. If you are not loving your neighbor, your queer neighbor, your trans neighbor, your black and brown neighbor, your female neighbor, your poor neighbor, your disabled neighbor, as yourself, think about that. You're not loving the kingdom of God. My friends, I close today with a challenge. Have faith that God is on our side. And in the words of Theodore Parker, the arc of the universe is long and it bends towards justice. Have faith that the small mustard seeds acts that we do will grow into strong community-wide positive changes that liberate us all. Live out the mustard seed faith, not just in June when pride reminds us of its importance, but year-round. Then we will truly rejoice with the psalmist at the work of God, a work that doesn't need to hide itself from the world because it is beautiful to God. And it is liberated for the beauty that it is. May we ever have the courage to plant mustard seeds, however small they may seem, to embrace the love of God and have faith that one day we will experience justice and equality, full justice and equality in our communities. Amen and blessed be. Thank you.